Welcome to The Meeting Room, a place to gather and discuss all things relating to meat safety, quality, and production. In the last week in the United States, 478,000 cattle, 1.8 million hogs, and 32,000 sheep were harvested. In meat industry news this week, two Tyson executives, Doug Ramsey and Bernie Adcock, have left the company to work for Beyond Meats. Ramsey took over as the chief operating officer and Adcock as the chief supply chain officer. JBS has acquired an Italian deli meat company, Grupo King, for $92.5 million. This purchase puts JBS within three of the largest regions of Italy that produce deli meats. The product will be brought to the United States as well as to over 20 other countries. The USDA has approved funds for $1.5 billion to go to school lunch programs. A billion dollars will go to schools to help purchase the food, $300 million to states to purchase food to be provided to the schools, and an additional $200 million will go to buy locally produced foods from underserved producers. The money can be used to buy minimally processed foods such as fruits, vegetables, dairy products, and meat. Welcome to the meeting room. My name is Brianna Boozman, and I am glad to have you here wrapping up the year with me. So 2021 is wrapping up this week, and uh, to really put a bow on it from uh, the meeting room, we're going to touch on a few of the big news stories that we talked about in 2021. So each week, I start the podcast off with a few numbers, and typically it includes harvest numbers, pounds produced, or grading updates. And it's sometimes really hard for me just to wrap my mind around the fact that each week, nearly 540 million pounds of both beef and pork are produced in the United States. And that ends up being alongside of about 880 million pounds of poultry every single week. And what's really crazy is that if you look at the entire year of 2021, The United States produced approximately 27.9 billion pounds of beef, 28 billion pounds of pork, and 45 billion pounds of poultry. And that protein was fed to people across the United States and provided for people around the entire world. So really just kind of mind-boggling to me thinking about those numbers um, and really just thinking about the need that there is really across the world when it comes to meat production. So looking back at the year, there was a number of big stories. So starting just this week, a cattle producer in Washington state pleaded guilty to defrauding Tyson Foods and another company of $244 million. And this story was actually first brought up in the beginning of 2021, shortly after the story broke. And the man charged the companies for the cost of over 200,000 cattle that did not exist, with the goal of offsetting nearly $200 million lost in commodity futures trading. The man could face up to 20 years in prison, along with having to repay the $244 million in restitution. Other stories this year weren't quite so sinister. There were a couple times throughout the year that topics in the meat realm were trending on social media. In March, the Colorado governor proclaimed a meat-out day, which sparked a hefty backlash from folks within the meat industry or in the ag industry in general. 
So in response, a huge sweep of meet-in posts were shared, and some industry organizations partnered with stores and restaurants to feature heavy meat-centered meals that day. And I know even with this this meet-in day, there is a little bit of uh, arguing, I would say, kind of back and forth on if sharing posts using that was doing more harm or more good. Uh, when we'd share things using meat in, you were oftentimes bringing some more recognition to the meat out and the reason that they were having their day. But at the same time, it was a lot of people really just banding together and, and sharing their story and sharing information. And so um, I think there maybe was still some backlash that day, but still a lot of good information that went out there. Another event that occurred was when a graphic was shared stating that the Biden climate plan would lead to Americans needing to cut red meat consumption by 90%, which would lead to us only eating about four hamburgers every year, or each person, I should say, for a year. Even though Fox News, who was the ones who originally reported this, came out to say that it was misreported, there were still a lot of conversations and posts about the topic being shared. And one thing that many people could agree on, it seemed, was that burgers wouldn't be going away anytime soon. Also in 2021, multiple meat plants were announced or expansions were announced. So these plants range from Tyson opening a new $425 million poultry plant in Tennessee, along with a $300 million poultry plant in Virginia, to increase their production of chicken nuggets and anytizers. They also are opening a plant in Kentucky to produce Jimmy Dean products. Um, It also ranged to Holstone announcing a $500 million pork plant that would harvest 3 million hogs annually in South Dakota, to JVS adding a $200 million cured meats operation in Missouri, as well as expanding beef production in their Omaha and Grand Island facilities to add an additional 300,000 head of cattle per year, to local producers banding together to build new facilities. Sustainable Beef LLC in Nebraska is backed up by cattlemen, and that plant will process 400,000 cattle a year. A nonprofit packer in Montana is in the works to process 300 animals a month, with the goal of being open by 2022. These are just a few of the announcements or plans for additions, and there's a lot more that are out there that weren't mentioned. And so of the plant expansions that we visited about this year through news updates in the meeting room, an additional 3.7 million cattle and hogs will be harvested and over $2.1 billion will be invested in these facilities. And all of these facilities are going to employ hundreds of people and in total will have billions of dollars of economic impact on the communities that they are within. Up next were cyber attacks. So in June, JBS shut down multiple U.S., Australia, and Canadian plants due to the attack. JBS is the world's largest meat processing company and is responsible for about half of the daily cattle harvest. And the company ended up having to pay equivalent to $11 million in cryptocurrency to stop the attack. Other attacks happened as well in that time frame, uh, one of those being McDonald's. And so McDonald's had a big security breach following the attack, um, and it affected their networks in South Korea, Taiwan, and the United States. However, due to a lot of their cybersecurity that they had in place, they did not have to pay any ransom to the attackers. 
Following the cyber attacks, we also had another fire. So JBS in Grand Island, Nebraska, reported a five-alarm fire on Monday, September 13th. The fire was in the rendering room of the plant, and though the plant was shut down for the day of the fire, it was back online the following day. And following an investigation by the Grand Island Fire Department, a heater that had been used to dry animal products that vented through the roof was found to be the cause of the flames. And I had been in that plant the week before and was told that they harvest about 5,000 head per day. And fortunately, this fire did not take them offline for very long, but definitely sparked fear that a similar reaction in the markets to the Holcomb fire would ensue. Luckily, though, they were back up and operating uh, shortly after the event took place. And finally, one of the other big news things from this year was the chicken sandwich war. And so it was a consistent story that continued to come about, and it started back in 2019 with the release of Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. And it seems like every fast food chain has joined in the battle, and the contention includes stops that you would expect. Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, like I said, KFC, and McDonald's. But it also includes some non-traditional stops, like Taco Bell, featuring a chicken chalupa, which is basically um, replacing the tortilla shells with fried chicken. And even the Pilot Flying J gas station, who added a southern chicken sandwich and a spicy chicken sandwich to their travel stops. And personally, I'm just waiting for Costco to say that they're joining in the battle uh, with their chicken bakes, and to me, it would then be pretty well hands down they'd run away with it. But that is a wrap, and I know that there's a lot more stories um, and big things that happened in the industry um, from things in the market to things impacting both live prices, box meat prices, all of those things. There's a ton of other big news stories um, that I could have touched on today, but This, I hope, was just a good kind of wrap-up of the year to see some of those stories that we did talk about. And 2021 saw a variety of changes, positive, negatives, and kind of everything in between. And I'm so thankful to have had the opportunity to start this podcast this year, and I really appreciate all of you who take the time to listen. So be sure to check out The Meeting Room Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Don't hesitate to reach out if there's specific topics that you would like to have covered or questions about the meat industry that you have, or a company or specific career that you would like to hear more about or hear from. I can't guarantee that I can get them all covered or um, reps from those companies on here, but I am more than happy to try. So with that, thank you for joining me this week and this year in the meeting room. Have a very happy and safe new year, and I look forward to visiting with you again soon. The views, information, or opinions expressed in the meeting room are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent those of their employers, including the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and others.